Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Hey, it's another edition of the Pilot's Advisor. Happy New Year to everybody. Walter Storholt here alongside Ryan Fleming, uh, serving you worldwide as a wonderful financial planner, answerer of many questions. Find us online at retirepilots.com. Ryan, happy New Year, my friend. What's going on? Happy New Year to you as well, Walter. I guess this will be our inaugural uh, podcast for the New Year 2023 because, of course, 2022 was not the best of years. And mm. so I yes. imagine, what, 2023 we can only go up? <laughs> I hope so, yeah. It does feel like we bottomed out a little bit in 2022, hopefully, but you never know, right? That's the whole point of this thing. You just don't know what's well, the Well, that's the crazy, crazy thing about the markets and in life. Nothing's predictable. And, of course, 2022 has turned out to be one of the worst markets in history. I think we have to go back to 08 to have a year as bad as this one. And and like I said before, it's one of the worst we've had in history and inflation's at a 40-year high. We got all kinds of problems going on. Yeah, not a lot to be excited about in 2022 when it comes to the markets and all that kind of stuff. And uh, what's been sort of like, as you have sort of reflected on 2022 and, and maybe in conversations with your clients at the end of the year and turning the page to this new year, uh, what's what's the attitude of folks? Is there is there optimism back in? Do people think we're in for more pain? Kind of what's the temperature of the people that you're talking to each day? I would say a lot of both. I mean, I've had a lot of conversations with individuals that aren't in retirement. And even though we all want to have those great big numbers in our 401ks or our other investment accounts, in all actuality, if you're not in retirement, this is an amazing buying opportunity and it's going to help you have that better number when you do retire because we're planting seeds for that retirement garden right now and, and seeds are so cheap right now. I mean, stuff's 50 to 75% off. Yeah, it's like uh, that's another approach to all of this, right? Like, oh, worst year of all time. But you can also flip it on its head. And if you've got the proper timeline, you can also say, oh, stocks are on a great sale right now. Well, absolutely. And as the market's down this much, the expected future return actually goes up. And something that's amazing that, the you know, of course, I wanted the market to come back in 2022. But the fact that it has not come back yet. And now we're in 2023 and everybody's starting to make contributions to their 401k again. I'm telling all my clients, buy in as much as you can early because the market's down so much right now. You're buying in low, whereas historically, I would say we always kind of dollar cost average and you max out your 401k over the course of the whole year. But I don't think that's the case right now. My uh, wife starts her new job in March, and I'm like, come on, market, don't recover just yet. Like, let, let her work for a couple of months first, and we'll pile into the, the 401k at work as, uh, as much as we possibly can on the front part of the year while things are low. And so I'm sure that's counter uh, fingers crossed to a lot of your clients, though, who might be a little bit closer to retirement or in retirement. And that's the whole point of this, right? Different time horizons um, kind of skew your, your goals and your interest level a little bit in the market being where it is. Well, exactly. And, you know, that's the other side that we didn't talk about, those individuals that are in retirement. And even though this isn't ideal and we don't want to be pulling retirement income out in down years like this, that's why we have a retirement income plan because we've planned for all this. And we've planned to have down years because historically it happens one out of every four years. And so this is just a part of the game. And so making sure you have some safe money investments to pull from uh, in a down market, I mean, these are the things we plan for. 
So we're pretty much recording this on January 9th, just for perspective for folks, and then posting it shortly thereafter. So we've had a couple of days of this year's market going. Actually, as we record this today, a nice little bump in the market, Ryan. So I don't know. We, we talked about the optimism or the uh, kind of the, the feel of folks that you're talking to. But what about your outlook for this year? Do you get into the prognostications and trying to figure out where things are going to go and what's going to happen? Or, or do you just keep approaching it as you don't? I mean, are you rebalancing? I mean, kind of what's your approach here at the beginning of the year? Well, absolutely. First of all, we're always unemotionally investing our money, unemotionally rebalancing because we want to be prudent long-term investors. However, and I feel like I've said this to so many of my clients, so those that I talk to on a day-to-day basis, you've heard this before, but for our other listeners, I always tell all my clients and prospects, I don't know if the next 20% is going to be up or down. I have no clue. The market is totally unpredictable. But I know that the next 100% is going to be up. And the reason why I know that is because it always is over the long term. With that being said, if the market's already down 20 plus percent, and as the market goes down, the expected future return actually increases. So I look at it as, yeah, this is a great time to be buying into the market. And there's only been four times in the whole history where the S&Ps lost two years in a row. It's only happened four times. So the probability of the the S&P being up this year is pretty good. And then when you look at it, our economy is not as bad as everybody's talking about. All these companies are making great money. If you want a job, there's jobs to be had out there. So a lot of it is just, and what I would imagine is already priced into the market, is just interest rates continuing to go up because of what the Fed's doing, trying to hedge off inflation. And inflation's starting to have a pullback. I'm predicting, and I'm saying it here right now, that we are going to have a double-digit return in 2023. I think that this first quarter is going to be continue to be volatile, some up, some down. But after that, I think I think things are going to, you know, the clouds are going to move away. The turbulence is going to go away and we're going to have nice blue skies and a nice ride going forward. Okay. I like your rosy outlook for 2023. It's uh, certainly uh, easy to get excited about news like that, I would imagine, for folks. So um, good approach to everything, Ryan, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What else should people be thinking about here at the beginning of the year? What, what else would you want to share with folks? Well, I just like we talked about with 2022, it's all about keeping things in perspective. However, January, there's always New Year's resolutions. And I think what we're going to record after this is a nice show on a, a good checklist to see where you're at in January. What things do I need to look at going forward? You know, we always talk about things at the very end of the year. Do you want to get into some uh, tax stuff, some Roth conversion, some backdoor Roths? And then, of course, here we are in January, and it's time to do some tax planning, some investment planning, and, and figure out where we're going in 2023. Secure Act, of course, uh, has been something we've talked about in the past, Ryan, and uh, Secure Act 2.0 passed here at the beginning of the year as well with some big changes for retirees, uh, especially those who are approaching those required minimum distributions. They seem to be most affected by that news. Yeah, probably. There's a couple of things that jumped out to me. And of course, New Year, so we can talk about the new new limits, um, 22,500 that can go into your 401k. And of course, 6500 catch up if you're over 50. So that's $30,000 of your contributions that can go into your 401k this year in 2023 and the, uh, the max limit of 66000 So those are all changes that are changed every single year, basically you know, a little bump because of inflation. But the biggest thing that I saw, and of course, there were so many pages in that, 
that who knows what it's actually going to turn into. But the talk of being able to convert 529s into Roth money. So like if you don't use your 529 plan, it, it can become a Roth account. Oh, that's cool. And I'm, I, I'm, you know, once again, they write all this stuff and then it's interpreted over time of what it actually, actually means and actually turns out to be. So this is where it's very important to have a nice CPA on staff or have a CPA that can help us tax plan because they write out all these new rules and this new legislation, but nobody knows what it's actually going to look like going forward. And these are all things that we watch for you and come up with a plan based off of that because some of these big changes, it, it can affect how we're going to look going forward. If you have questions for Ryan, by the way, you can always call or text him at 843-475-3038. Whatever it is in the financial world that you've got questions about, don't hesitate to reach out. 843-475-3038. And don't forget to check out retirepilots.com, where not only can you find out more information, but also pick up your own retirement toolkit and find out some great advice and guidance uh, for those who are dipping their toe into the waters to explore retirement planning for the first time. Uh, some great resources in that toolkit, physical box that Ryan will send you with some great information inside of it. So we've turned the page to 2023. We've seen the market uh, with a nice bounce at least today, but we don't know exactly what the future is going to hold. But you're ringing with optimism here, Ryan. Uh, what else here at the beginning of the year should people be thinking about and have on their radar as we think about the year ahead? I don't know, Walter. What do you think? I don't know. Taxes. Like we see, we don't have any elections this year, right? Like that's that's a nice <laughs> breather from that for once. <laughs> yeah. Well, and continuing no on, I, I think the next big thing that that the market's watching is seeing when the Fed meets again and whether we're done making bumps in rates or if they're going to do one more. Yeah. So inflation, that's still sort of like the main thing to keep an eye on this year. You think like. Does it continue to head in the direction you think it's going to head or do they stop and or reverse course or anything along those lines? Yeah, I think in the short term. Um, but I, I do think inflation's finally out ahead and it's going to start retracting a little bit. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click get my free toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com. Switching gears here for all our listeners, is it true that you live in Colorado now? It is, yes. I've uh, I've made made the move, and uh, did we not talk about that on the show yet? I know you've we been around not. all over I, the place. Well, I knew so. you were visiting out there, and you guys are really thinking about it. And then talking I was talking to Steve Sharp, and he's like, "No, he's out there full time now." And I was yep. like, "Oh, really?" We we made we made the move. Uh, very exciting. So. Yeah, we're in Colorado now. So uh, we we originally looked back in your old stomping grounds. Actually, we were we were looking at some places not too far from the Air Force Academy, but we ended up a little further north of Denver instead of heading uh, south of Denver. So we're a little more Fort Collins territory, north northern Colorado. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sharp had said he thought you were in the Springs, and I was like, oh, really? Because I knew that you were looking out towards Fort Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that originally we'd looked out that way, but then ended up coming a little little further north. So. I there there was still too much stink on the place from your days there, so I had to you know retreat a little a few more miles away. 
I can certainly understand that. <laughs> I did, yeah. although I did have a great time. I went to the uh, Air Force Baylor Bowl game in uh, Fort Worth. Oh, nice! And uh, it was awesome. Got to see a lot of old faces. Um, Air Force stomped Baylor, which was great. Um, the only problem was that's when that historic cold front came through. Oh, gotcha! Yeah. So it was literally like t- negative twenty degrees on the sidelines. Like I was so cold no on the kidding. sidelines. I don't think the Baylor players even wanted to hit anymore. I mean, it was that cold. That, well, um, that kind of weather probably definitely helped the Air Force style of play as well. So I, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, my old quarterback is actually the offensive coordinator uh, at Air Force now. And so I, I snuck up into the booth after a while. I was so nice. cold. So I was sitting behind him, you know, tapping on his, him on the shoulder, uh, trying to trying to, you know, influence some play calling here. But... It was a lot warmer up there, and then a good classmate friend of mine who's a United pilot flew the F-16 flyover. Um, so, yeah, Bear did the flyover. It was, a, it was just an all-around great great time. Good to see some old friends. And then after that, I was actually out in Denver for uh, the holidays. Oh, awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, we, uh, we headed back east for the holidays. So on the day of that game, that would have been that Thursday before Christmas, uh, we were driving from... We were in Missouri in the morning, and we were literally being chased by the cold front as we drove across the country. We ended up in, like, eastern Ohio that night, I want to say. And it was so funny. As we would stop to get gas, Ryan, the temperature would just start plummeting. And then we'd get back in the car. It'd be below, you know, below freezing and falling fast. And we'd get back in the car, start driving again. As we get back up to 75, 80 on the highway, you know, it'd start getting warmer. We were literally just riding the, the cold front. So we'd get out ahead of it a little bit, stop for lunch. It would catch back up. And then, you know, we'd be under freezing. And then we'd have to head back out. And, I mean, it was just so funny. The snow was just literally chasing us across the country. But... We made it through without any uh, any crazy incidents and, and well, did not have to fly and get caught up in all that mess. Oh, which is a whole other thing. And I, I do feel for a lot of our uh, Southwest pilots out oh, there. And, yeah. and actually a lot of our pilots, I mean, there's almost at every company we're dealing with negotiations right now, which is a big thing. Um, but but one more thing on that, that cold front, I had heard that the record was in 30 minutes, one place dropped over 40 degrees. It's insane. It is insane. That. I can't even yeah. like fathom that in 30 minutes 40 degree drop it's crazy yeah I, I was like partly sad to not have stayed home and experienced some of that craziness but then at the same time i was like we we, we got to feel zero with about 30 or 40 mile an hour winds when we were in ohio and i was like yeah that was pretty epic enough i don't think i need to even go to the negative 30 range or anything yeah like that. well and so. actually now i know why i was i had thought about this so Walter and I were planning on recording a podcast about a week or two ago, and I was out on the road. I'm going to say I was in China. Yeah, and China, the, yeah. The Wi-Fi was horrible, and then Walter said that he was uh, his radio voice was not there because he had a little bit of a cold or something going on anyway, which yeah. that brings back the Colorado thing because you got to get used to the altitude and the dry weather, which a lot of a lot of times that affects people and their sinuses and everything mm-hmm. else. And it was that hitting you when you uh, when you came back out? Oh yeah, I call them. I mean, excuse me, it's just kind of disgusting, but I call it the the Colorado boogers. <laughs> oh, the Colorado boogie. It's a, it's yeah. not a dance, folks. <laughs> well, and, and <laughs> no, no, it is not. But it's <laughs> but it's also I realized, um, you know, I used to be used to the altitude, and of course, I'm not nearly in as good of shape as I used to be. And I was carrying some stuff up the stairs for my father in law. And literally, I'm winded after like climbing up one flight of stairs, oh, and I'm yeah. like, "This is not." 
not yeah, okay. We, I need. To I get think myself. we've finally gotten used to it. Like it's finally we've we finally. Have, <laughs> yeah, but it took a good couple of months to like really start to feel like we were back at our same level of, you know, athleticism, if you will, from the East Coast. So yeah, it's a big it's a big uh, big change for sure. Yeah, it is. It is. It's something that you got to be aware of, no doubt about it. So. You bring up one more thing. Let's 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 kind of zero in on this and kind of our final, you know, year start conversation. And that's specifically about pilots. And you mentioned that there's a lot of people going through negotiations and talking about things. And, you know, right off the bat to begin the year, um, you know, flights were a big piece of the conversation and the different airlines and everything that they're going through and just all new protocols, obviously, in a post, but also still sort of current COVID world, depending on what country you're flying to and all that sort of thing. What do you think about the outlook this year for pilots who may be a little closer to retirement? Do you think we'll see, because we've been seeing all the layoffs in the tech industries and that kind of thing. Do you think we're going to see some stuff like that in the in the airline industry for pilots to have to face? Actually, no. I mean, things have okay. slowed down a little bit, but a lot of these airlines are still understaffed. We just don't have enough pilots on on company grounds to to fly some of these schedules. And the demand is sky high. The other thing is a lot of these companies are dragging their feet on negotiating new contracts. And because of that, they've actually lost because inflation is through the roof. So, for example, Delta just had an agreement in principle, which kind of sets the bar for all these other airlines. So I think it's good for pilots out there in the future as far as what their new contracts are going to look like and what their new pricing structures are going to look like. Um, I think demand is is still there and probably going to continue to increase. Um, but as you saw with Southwest, we have to have some investment back into the IT side of things or else things can implode like they did for them. <laughs> and then the other thing I just saw, China's opening up. Hong Kong, is, after three years, is wide open. Things are just like they were. And in mainland China, they're pulling down all the uh, walls and all the Mop 4 gear just overnight which is going to fix a lot of the supply chain issues that we've had. So I, I think things are looking up going forward, honestly. That's good. Yeah, I, I can attest to the supply chain issue conversation a little bit. Um, you know, as we've been out here in Colorado, we are in the process of buying a home. And so we've been looking at some couches and some other things for the house and shopping around a little bit. And from, you know, a, during the pandemic, when we went to go get a couch or, or some piece of furniture, I can't remember, and it, it took, you know, 12 months. It took an entire year to get it in stock and that kind of thing. We're, we're now down to some things they have already in, in stock and then even stuff that they have to order. You know, we, we're getting some quotes that are only like three to five weeks. So getting a little bit better in some well, of those cases. Yeah. And the other side to that, too, let's talk about real estate. Interest rates have gone up so much. I was talking to a, a good friend of mine, Kelly Phillips, who is a, uh, a real estate broker, a mortgage lender. And she's been in the business for 30 years. I don't know how long we're getting old now. Um, she's fantastic. If you ever need some help, she's, she's your gal. But I think new um, financing is down 75%. So rates have gone up. Um, and, you know, where we had a big, we didn't have enough houses in the market before. I think, I think we're going to be going through a change because there's so many people out there that are, are not buying anymore. Yeah, I feel like you're already seeing prices come down a little bit in certain locations. And a lot of the real estate agents I talk to have been saying it's it's we're going to see a balanced market. They don't think we're going to see a crash of any sort, nothing like 2008 um, or, or anywhere close to that. Been, inventory still being an issue, the supply and demand basics will still kind of be intact, maybe demand a little lower, but the supply still being a problem. 
So a lot of the agents that I talk to think that we're just going to see a little bit of a correction, but more of a balanced market where sellers need to be a little bit more willing to work with buyers. It might take a little longer to sell your home, a little bit of stabilization in prices, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Although I don't know if rates keep skyrocketing and, and, you know, kind of as they have had some, you know, all those big pops last year, you know, it could certainly kill off even more of that demand. Well, and, and you're in a market out there in Colorado that was out of control. So there needs to be Definitely. a little bit more balance. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that was a discussion topic was, well, actually two things. So if you're buying a pre-construction home, what's happening, you know, you put a little bit down and then while it's being built, you wait and then you close on it when it's done. Well, for a lot of those pre-construction contracts, people were buying those properties when rates were at like 3 or 4%. Well, guess what? They're starting to finish up now and rates are way above that. So there's been a lot of people walking away from these pre-construction contracts, which is putting a lot of pressure on some of these, these builders that are um, building multiple houses all at once. That's, that's a factor. And then also... That, 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 Ryan, is our exact situation. Uh, so we're we're buying a new build that we didn't build. <laughs> somebody somebody else did, and then and did exactly what you just described. They had to back out, and it put the builder in a tough spot. And so we we're able to come in, and uh, with the market cooling down and everything, we were able to get a pretty good deal on uh, on a new home. So yeah, because for them, they just need to move it. They can't be they can't hold they don't on to hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. and the neighborhood we're moving into is that they're they're like done in the neighborhood, so they're like they're ready to be gone and onto the next project. So. That's uh, kind of worked out well for us. Feel sorry for the folks who had originally lined all that up and not able to take it to fruition. But um, you know that that's the market. That's how the world works. So supply and demand, baby. And that's demand. what that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. Good to talk about all these things back and forth a little bit. Just kind of a cool scene setter for the year here, at Ryan. And um, how about you personally? Last last little thing. Anything fun coming up this year? Or just more flying, more more excitement. Do you have uh, your home base still in in Ohio for a little while? Well, actually, the one exciting thing I have or, is... Or St. Louis, not a, not a... Yeah, St. Louis, and then this summer we'll be in our forever house in South Carolina, so we're almost Oh, there. congrats. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so my wife's working on getting retired so that we can set up shop and let our kids go to one high school, so I can't wait for that. And uh, we're also going on a catamaran trip here shortly. Um, when my wife was a commander, her DO for his 40th birthday wanted to go on a catamaran trip and had invited us. Well... Here we are three years later, because <laughs> it kept getting canceled for COVID. <laughs> we might actually be able to pull this off, and we're going to leave the kids at home, and it's going to be amazing. Oh, that's going to be great. Where, where does the trip go? Like what? Uh, what? Uh, it's down in the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands, okay. Very yeah, so cool. I've never done this before. Wife and I are getting to go by ourselves. It, it should be a, It's, it's going to be a little bit shorter trip, but I think it's going to be great. Can't wait. Uh, the only thing I wish I would have done a better job of is getting you know, 15 to 20 pounds off so I could actually take off my shirt. But <laughs> when is the, uh, when's the, the trip approximately? I'm actually leaving tomorrow. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you, you, you know, you might still have some time to take off 15, but I guess not, man. <laughs> it, it's coulda, woulda, shoulda at this point, Walter. Hey, hey, I, I know you were Air Force and not, uh, not a wrestler, but, uh, you know, you've got time. Go throw on, uh, go throw on that trash bag and hit the, you know, hit, hit, hit the <laughs> yeah. track today and just run all day with the trash bag on. You can drop 15 pounds of water. Intermittent fast for three days straight. <laughs> I won't eat anything. Yeah, you'll be in good shape. Um, yeah. just, just try not to, and it's winter, so you'll be okay. You won't, you won't die of heat exhaustion or anything. Till that first rum drink down in the islands, and then I'll pass. Then it'll all catch up to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too funny! Well, have a great trip, my friend, and um, we'll look forward to catching up with you some more. And I know we've got a lot of good stuff to tackle over the course of the year, and keep our eyes on. And 
enjoy your trip and your start to 2023. Sounds wonderful. And I think it was great just catching up, talking about the year in review. And uh, we'll get ready to start digging into some uh, good topics in the shows in 2023. You got it. Hey, again, if anybody's got questions, if you got something on your mind, uh, something we talked about today, even if it's something we didn't cover, of course, anything related to your finances, retirement, especially if it's specific to you know, pilots and what you guys face in your industry and your choices when it comes to retirement planning. Those are all the areas where Ryan certainly is a specialist and uh, specifically works uh, with pilots all across the country. So if you've got questions, call or text him at 843-475-3038 or online at retirepilots.com. And we'll link to that and some more resources in the description of today's show so you can find it easily. Thanks, Ryan. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds wonderful, Walter. Good catching up. And we'll see everybody next time right back here on The Pilot's Advisor. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.